0: Welcome to the Avoiding Chores Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Sear, and we talk about outdoor recreation, stuff that goes on on the avoidingchores.com website, and anything that I am doing to avoid chores. All right, let's do some QA. This is comments left on my various videos on YouTube. Or you can uh, look them up on avoidingchores.com or gps.training. And i got to say, there's a new uh, spamming feature on some of these comments. Uh, Basically, uh, YouTube released the feature called Chapters. And I don't know if you ever noticed this in some of the descriptions, some of the videos. uh, People put timestamps, and I've done it definitely in a few videos where you give... People can click on the timestamp and it will jump over it. So they actually took that and actually embedded it into the timeline so you can jump to the chapters and stuff. However, somebody figured out that it's a great way to spam videos by putting in uh, a timestamp to either a porn site or some other website that shows up on your video. So that's uh, increased branding that you definitely don't want. So (laughs) I got a a handful of them over the weekend. But anyway, uh, okay, this one's from Nicole Anderson. Uh, she basically says her vivo active three has all of a sudden stopped recording the number of calories burned while recording an other workout uh, at the end of the activity when she saves it it says zero however, when she does run uh, it will record it so how does that work now that first off I would say check to see if there's some firmware that has been updated um other should do it uh i think Active 3 used other for like weight training and yoga anything else that wasn't bike run or walk uh that one's kind of odd that to me would be check check uh, uh check firmware and i would have to check in maybe some of the settings but i don't think there's anything that would prevent you to do that so it could be uh, an issue here Uh, Let's see here. Another question here from the VivoActive 3 from Nicola Benson. Um, He says here, uh, I have my backlight gesture set up always on, but it only works while doing activity. Do you know how I can fix this? Uh, Nope. That's part of the settings. So VivoActive 4 has that when you flick your wrist, regardless if you're doing activity or not, the backlight turns on. But that feature was never on 3 unless somebody wants to correct me on that. Uh, the backlight only turns on when you're doing the activity. So this is when you're doing like winter runs and you need to look at your watch. That's when you would do it that way. Otherwise, I think you still have to tap on the screen. Uh, let's see here. Alexander Friday says here that, uh, Garmin does not assist the owners of InReach DeLorme. It's very bad. I do not recommend buying these devices due to poor support from Garmin. Now, this one here, I think you left this on uh, one of my older in-reach videos. That was when uh, DeLorme out of Maine still were manufacturing them. And uh, they did a couple, they did three, four versions, th- three versions before Garmin bought them. And they came out with their SE Plus and Explorer Plus before they transitioned everything into Garmin hardware. Uh... For more intents and purposes, you can still find the Delorme-branded stuff. I still have two of the Delorme-branded uh, GPSs. Uh, they should still work in terms of the Iridium satellite. And I checked, maybe uh, maybe they kind of stopped doing firmware updates. I know they hadn't done any firmware updates, uh, I think, a year after the devices. But the device should still work. Um there might be some finer detail i haven't noticed anything in the garmin forums that talked about this but that's definitely a concern because uh there's quite a few of those devices out there and they're still good devices so it's uh you know kind of unfortunate that garmin doesn't want to support the hardware that they bought all right next one here this is uh one that i get uh every every at least one of these every week and this is on uh, the fitbit alta Yeah, it was the Fitbit Alta. Basically, uh, the Alta, I believe, we're up to the second generation of Alta. Anyway, the point is, when you do a reset, some of these Fitbits had a switch on the USB charging cable. And I get this comment all the time, is people obviously get a newer generation, or they buy replacement cable from Amazon, and it does not include that switch, so therefore you can't do that reset. Now, I have a feeling that it's either Fitbit removed the switch, and then there's a different way of doing it, or uh, or if you bought it aftermarket, then then you're kind of stuck doing that. Uh, Feely, I uh, was asking, uh, what did I ever do to the um, what did I do to the mesh mod on my kayak? So that was a few years ago when I did the uh, Ocean Kayak uh, Malibu Two uh, video. I had that's the pink bubblegum kayak that I got for like super cheap. Uh, heavy kayak by the way Uh, also I had planned to do all these mods and meshes and bags and stuff like that so when I went out a few times I didn't feel I needed it and what was there kind of did it so I actually didn't do any follow-up videos on that and that's been a constant theme when I do these things (laughs) I don't do follow-up videos Uh, it's unfortunate because most of the time they come a year or two after and I haven't been doing it anyway uh let's see rob was saying here um on my kodiak truck tent uh the straps do they rub the paint off in the wind and this is a comment that i received another similar comment uh basically when you have the truck tent if you see the video there's a couple of webbings that goes on each end of the truck to kind of hold the sides in place and uh people were asking whether or not it flaps and rubs it rubs against the truck, basically uh the answer is no because you have them pretty taut. Some people put a little bit of like a noodle like a foam noodle from the pool or or a towel or something around the buckle uh because in some of the wind it might vibrate a little bit. it's not enough it doesn't scrape you know you you will have that fairly taut. The other thing too is there is quite a bit of extra webbing. On it, so you may want to wrap that up so that it doesn't bang against the truck. And I remember the first time I went out, it was uh, I had a little bit of wind, and I got woken up the night. Oh my god, somebody's, somebody's around my truck, but it's just the strap hitting the side of the truck. So yeah, you can definitely do something about that. But you know, I use it a few times now, and I don't notice anything uh, against the truck. Uh, Okay, what we got here. All right, this is a comment here by uh this is on my Frog Togs rain kit. So Frog Togs is a very cheap, very effective uh, r- piece of rain gear. It is not the most uh durable. However, I did review on uh a set and uh basically uh, the comment here, uh one of the sets that I had didn't have any uh, elastics around the legs. Uh so definitely Uh, And I would recommend this, too, that you you need some elastics on the legs. Otherwise, uh, the ones that are loose, they they can easily get caught on a branch or something like that and rip. And let's see. uh, We got uh, Hopsacord Vinyl Gallery says, uh, You can go to the Garmin website. Right, but where is it? (coughs) So this is funny. Garmin.com, that's where you go when you check things out. Uh, Especially uh, this was on an older video, so the caveat with that if you look at a five, six, seven year old video, uh, website might be a little bit different. So, you know, buyer beware. Uh, Okay, this is another Vivo Active 3. Uh, This is for outdoor activities. Mine doesn't stop, it pauses. I'm having that problem just today. I just couldn't save my hike. So, this is when you hit the pause button or the start button to pause the activity. I believe the three, and depending on what you're doing too, it doesn't do that for all the activity. Sometimes it gives you a choice of options. You want to pause it for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes. You want to restart. You want to stop. You want to discard. Um, I know the four does a little bit better job with that. But I think I think with subsequent firmwares, it's done that. Again, go back and check on firmware and that. Uh, the other thing too, um, turn on the auto pause feature. That's part of the general settings. And uh, that is about it in terms of comments. If you have a comment on any of the Garmin views that you see on YouTube, uh, make sure you go to anchor.fm/slash avoiding chores. There's a little voice message feature there. You can leave a message and uh, leave your questions. And if I'm able to, I will try to feature it on the podcast and try to answer it. But But tell me, no, what. Not that. No, oh. not you. No? This. Oh, so what are you trying to do now? I'm trying to Trying to choose your outfit? This. So what's this game again called? Roblox. Roadblocks. Now, why is this better than Minecraft? Because it's a lot more fun. Like, how is it more fun? Is it because it has nicer outfits and the people actually look like people, not blocks? <laughs> What's that? That's a stroller. Oh. What a so what do you is need the stroller? Oh. For the baby. Oh my lord! So you're, you're carrying a baby in a stroller? Dad, I got that, dude. I wanna like, you see this? Yeah. What is this? I want the yeah. So that's like your like clothing inventory that you can dress you up. Yeah. So is this because the stuff looks nicer than in Minecraft? Yeah? Because it actually looks like real things, not... And is there a lot lot of stuff that's free, or do you have to pay for stuff? Like, there's a lot of stuff free, so... Okay. Like, all this... Almost all of this is free. Okay. Not like Minecraft, where we would have to pay... You have to ask Daddy to get some money so you can actually buy clothes and a shirt, and... At least you can, like... Do stuff. What's your nickname on this uh, game? Nickname? I don't... They don't let you have a nickname. No? Okay. I don't want this. Yeah. Names. I should probably look at some parental controls here to see what's going on. It seems like there's more parental controls here for daddy to make sure that, uh, you know, That's what I mean. people uh, that says, La God, doomsday doesn't chat with you. It's a good thing you don't you can't read English. You can only read French, so that's pretty good. I can read both. You can read both. How old are you? Six and a half. Six. Well, you're six and three quarters, or maybe six and five eighths. Your birthday's coming up pretty soon, so. No. Yeah. All right. Uh What are you eating? Cheese. Cheese. Hey, what's today? Oh yeah. Avoiding chores. I am in my mobile studio, which is my truck. I got my iPad Pro here and uh, using the iPhone, shoot some video. I'm at uh, Laurie Provincial Park. I don't know if you can hear. Well, I think you can hear that. We got, uh, it's supposed to be a park. I'm inside... I'm actually inside the day-use section of Lori Provincial Park. Being on a Monday it's kind of quiet, so I'm in the day-use section. Needed to uh, get out of the house, come here and shoot some video. Actually, I am uh, shooting and editing video for the Zolio device. This is that two-way satellite messenger. Kind of the replacement for the inReach. I've been doing uh, focusing a lot since February on it. And uh, I think I got one video on the website. However, I've been producing other videos that I give to the Zolio folks. So you can find it on their official YouTube channels. But if you go to avoidingchores.com, I have a post on Zolio and I've attached the videos to the playlist. Or if you're on YouTube, I have a playlist called Zolio and you can check that out. So right now I'm doing a couple videos on uh, messaging little bit more deep dives on the different types of messaging you can send, uh, weather. Uh, let's see what's the other thing um, all the settings and all that kind of stuff so it's pretty nice to get in there they've been uh, they're gonna be doing a, a little software update I think but I think in terms of the features it's right there it feels pretty good the whole point of the Zolio the biggest thing is the messaging app that goes with it uh, it's it's really meant to be a seamless message check so basically it's kind of like you know when you had smartphones right Uh, how it would send a text message either will send it via Wi-Fi or cellular whichever one was available Uh, this one here works on the same principle basically it will go from the cheapest sending method to the most expensive so it will start from Wi-Fi go to your mobile and then those two aren't available, then it will send the message via satellite. And, of course, it uses the Iridium uses the the latest Iridium chip. I forget it has an X in it somewhere, but it's supposed to be a lot faster. And, indeed, this is something that I've been noticing. Uh, It is very fast when it sends up uh, messages up and down. So it's a pretty interesting device here to do that. But, basically, uh, we've been, uh, last week, the reason why the podcast has been kind of short is because we've been uh doing a lot of chores getting the house ready for to put on the market all right before we had originally planned to put the house up for sale around may and this was before covid and all that stuff so we kind of put plans on hold and then we're just basically we had decided to just resume our activity and we're doing the last uh, big push for the last things we need to do which is uh, haul out all the junk Haul out all this renovation material, construction waste, uh, stuff in the shed, all that stuff. So we got a couple junkery bags. This is uh, basically th- one or three cubic yard uh, vinyl or nylon bags uh, that you can just fill with all the stuff, and then you give the folks a call. They come by with a little flatbed truck, and then they just haul it off. So it works really well for us. We're able to put quite a bit of stuff in those bags, and it's kind of reason why i'm here in the mobile studio is because uh there's not enough room in the driveway with the truck with in the junkie truck so i'm out here and hopefully they'll be coming by in the next uh, couple of hours and then i can return back and but uh, yeah we're basically almost done getting the house getting it show ready and uh, in fact we've kind of put an offer on a, on a place on a lot we've opted for a new construction and uh, it's going to be very interesting. The market here in Halifax is ridiculously hot right now. And since we're selling our first starter home, uh, which is a duplex, uh, these things are pretty much in the band. And uh, we've been, uh, been kind of luck- lucked out a bit. Our, our area uh, has been building out around us with very expensive uh, houses. Uh, however, we're probably one of the few ones that have actually uh, modified and did renovations. Uh, since we bought the house so everything has been overhauled in the house uh, everything's brand new replaced windows doors all that stuff that we've been doing over the last couple of years i think the only thing that we have we haven't even touched yet are the appliances which is uh we only changed uh, i think the fridge fridge and the dishwasher was the only two things that we had to, to buy everything else is still working fine so Anyway, I think we're gonna put that out on the market uh, very soon because uh, things are still pretty hot here. So uh, that's what we've been doing the last little while. Job-wise, things are picking up with the job. Uh, my work, my employer, uh, is has been very busy, very very busy. Uh, we are. For those don't know, I'm a IT consultant specializing in certain ERP software but uh, basically uh, there's been a big demand uh, for our location in terms of skills and pay and all that stuff so we've been very busy and uh, picking up the slack that you know I think you know Europe and North America have really benefited from the work from home and the, and the internet and uh, places like uh, like India uh, the, the ability to switch to work from home wasn't quite as smooth as, uh, as one would think. So that means that, that some of that work came over to uh, North America. So we'd be able to fill that up. So that kept the workplace fairly busy. Uh, for me, I do, I do have a little bit of bandwidth. So I've been working on certifications. Uh, that is a big shift in the marketplace for me. Even though I'm skilled and with many years of experience, uh, there is a very big push to uh, get certified, especially when you're presenting to clients and stuff like that, you need to add your certification. So uh, I uh, (laughs) I currently have a subscription. I can take six exam attempts. i passed four, and i got two more to go. So my hope is to flex it, get six out of six. And uh, because, um, you know, might you know might as well take advantage of it right you're at home you're kind of focused and uh, you can balance things out that way and that's it for another episode of the podcast hopefully it's a little bit entertaining this week here as we ramp up for a Canada Day weekend and July 4th weekend so Hopefully everybody in North America can enjoy a little bit of barbecue, a little bit of beach, a little bit of something as uh, things start to ease up, at least here in Canada. Not quite sure what's going to happen in the States there, but hope for the best. Uh, if you want to check things out, of course, you can go to avoidingchores.com or gps.training for the latest content. If you want to leave me a voice message for a comment or feedback that you want to appear on the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash avoiding chores. Otherwise, we'll talk to you guys next time.